I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hello, 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 hey people. I hope and pray that you are well. I don't know about where you're at, but um, it's been hot over here. I've heard that there's record heat across the nation, but in spite of that, God is good. <laughs> I have been um, making it work. I like to give you all an account, usually when I haven't been with you for, for a little bit, so I will tell you that I have been almost overwhelmed with um, repairs around my home, um, and one of them being the, the fact that my AC went out <laughs> during a heat wave. <laughs> so I'm learning, relearning how to deal with um, difficulty and discomfort and asking the Lord to give me strength uh, each and every day, not to complain. So praise God, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I, um, I'm in the process of uh, getting things set up to have it repaired. And as if that wasn't enough, I've had two other uh, repairs that I've been working on as well. One of them is a plumbing issue, and the other was my washing machine. I finally got my washing machine going. <laughs> And I'm one of those people that just gives God praise for every little thing, for every little thing. I said, thank you, Jesus. My washing machine is working. Hallelujah. So that's what I've been up to um, in the natural side of things. On the spiritual side of things, God has been doing some awesome things. Through a series of events, um, the Lord um, orchestrated an invite for me to lead a brand new women's group in a place called Mount Airy, Maryland. I don't even know if I ever heard of this place before, but through a series of events, I met um, uh, a minister who uh, is a former pastor, and um, he has been watching the ministry that I've talked to you all about, CFM. He's been watching CFM on YouTube, I believe, and he said that he has pretty much been discipled by Pastor David Lynn, and that inspired him to go out on the streets, to go out on the streets in his community. The Lord began to deal with his heart about um, being more aggressive and more bold and winning souls for Christ. And so um, during discussions, and fellowship, 
uh, it just turned out that he he was blessed by some of my testimony, and and we both recognize a strong need for women's ministry, for women's leadership in his area. And so he just invited me to start and help lead this women's group. And we've only met twice, but the Lord is already doing amazing things. He's already doing beautiful things. So that's uh, what I've been up to. You know, if you've listened to me for any period of time, then you know um, when I'm away, when I haven't done a live in a little bit, I want to give an account of what I've been up to so that you will know me and trust um, uh, the Lord is still the head of my life. So with that being said, I am going to tell you about tonight's plan. Yes, I'm a bit excited, if you can't tell. I'm a bit excited because I also had the pleasure and the honor of meeting someone else who is who was very um, influenced by CFM Ministries and Pastor David Lynn's uh, ministry. And that was through another series of events, um, through me fellowshipping at one of the local congregations here in the uh, Upper Marlboro area. Uh, we met there, and... Um, this young man told me his testimony. We sat over breakfast. I believe it was breakfast, um, but we sat over a meal, and he told me his testimony, and it just really, really brought tears to my eyes and truly blessed me. So I said, you know, I would love to have you come on. I'd love to have you come on, uh, you know, whenever we can arrange it and share your testimony. So... My special guest, his name is uh, David. I'm going to call him Evangelist David tonight, Gujo. Um, he is from CFM Boston. And this young man, I've watched some of his uh, videos and how the Lord has used him. As a matter of fact, when he was here supporting the local congregation, I watched a video and he was... Um, attacked by a man with a knife on the street corner. And like Pastor David Lynn, he was not moved. He was bold. He was fearless um, and just really and truly represented our Lord and Savior. And that just blessed me. It just blessed me to see a young person um, do what the Word of God tells us that we can do. Equipping the Saints Ministries is all about equipping people to do what God has called them to do with boldness and impacting our community. So before I run out of time uh, for the first segment, let me at least have Evangelist David say hello. Hi there, brother. How you God doing? God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Diane, for having me on. And uh, praise God. I'm glad to be here and be able to share, you know, what the Lord has done in my life. And just, just a servant of the Lord, minister of the gospel. And um, But God brought me from darkness. And I'm just uh, glad to be here so I can share with you guys what God has done in my life. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Diane, for having me on. 
Amen, amen. I'm so glad that you accepted. Um, our schedules kind of got a little busy there, and we and and I actually <laughs> forgot. <laughs> and so I was so glad that you yeah. reached out to remind me that uh, we were supposed to be doing this. Now, now, did I <laughs> did I tell your background? You know, like how we met. Um, how, did I tell that correctly? Did I miss anything? Uh, I, I think I, I think it was pretty good. I mean, from I mean, you know, just. You know, we've, uh, you know, praise the Lord, CFM, you know, has connected with, uh, you know, uh, Diane, and, and she's really just been a blessing to open up um, uh, for, for the ministers to come and, and to and to uh, just welcomed, you know, welcomed us, and she's welcomed me into her home, and um, yeah, it was a blessing getting to know her and just being able to talk, and, you know, I was only there for maybe around a week, if if, you know, around that time, roughly, and but you know, it was definitely a blessing to be there, and uh, you know, to, to fellowship with the saints of God. So, praise, praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I also feel blessed because the Lord has just uh, through these through these connections, He's just expanded my family. So I feel like I have gained another son in 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 a way, <laughs> and uh, that's just good for me. <laughs> that's good for praise me. God. Praise God. So. We're going to be going to a break um, in a few minutes, but I want you to at least add more to what I said about you. Tell, uh, begin, because you're going to get cut off, but begin to tell the listeners uh, just some of your background, i.e., mm-hmm. you know, like how old you are, um, do you come from a, 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 a family of two parents, or, you know, yeah. just a little bit of your background. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm uh my name is David Jujo, you know, and um I'm I'm 23. So, uh praise the Lord, you know, I I come from a two-parent household by the grace of God and uh, I was the first one in my family to uh give my life to the Lord and um God has just done amazing things and and uh, I've lived I live in um uh Massachusetts. I I'm part of CFM Boston here, but Technically, I'm not from Boston. I actually live north of Boston, but I live in Massachusetts. And, um, you know, I've been here all my life, lived in the same house all my life, which is, you know, not a lot of, actually, a lot of people move around. Uh, so I've lived in the same house all my life. Um, you know, I've been been, uh, been been great to have, you know, two parents in the house. And uh, by the grace of God, they're still together. And uh, so, yeah, you know, that's, uh, you know, I and I, I, I didn't grow up in, I grew up in, you know, Roman Catholicism and things like that, but I never really knew truly Jesus until I encountered him, you know, and until I truly, um, you know, was hit, you know, went rock bottom and, you know, found myself sucking anxiety, depression and all that stuff. And, you know, just chasing the world, chasing all the things that the world is telling us to chase and trying to, you know, find love in all the wrong places, you know, literally trying to find love in all the wrong places, you know, and, you know, seek, you know, certain attention, but it never truly satisfied until I encountered Jesus Christ. When I encountered Jesus Christ, everything changed. Amen. Everything, uh, everything changed. You know, the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. So I'd uh, love to get into it more detail. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's uh, my, from my background. All right, all right. That is just awesome because, like you said, um, nowadays you, 
I don't hear of a lot of young people growing up in a in a, in a whole household, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. with both parents and, and then still having some of the problems that you shared with me. But mm-hmm. we'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness, to create soldiers for the army of the Lord, and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72 Waldorf, Maryland 20602 If you are not local you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email ETS The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The story of me. Not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. We're back. I'm back. I'm staying pretty cool. I've got the fans blowing. I'm sipping some lemonade. I was chatting with uh, evangelist brother David, and I'm gonna let him tell y'all what he's drinking. <laughs> he's amen, drinking amen. some powerful stuff. <laughs> what you drinking, me. brother? <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a protein shake. You know, uh, two different type of protein shakes, powders mixed together, banana ice, and 
almond vanilla almond milk. So I got a protein shake with me, you know. I gotta, All right. Gotta get the protein. So. All right. So you're conscious of your health and taking care of yourself, taking care of your temple, right? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. 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 All right. Well, I want to make sure we get um, your story in. So let's pick up where we left off. Tell us how you went from a stable home with two parents, you know, um, going to going to uh, mass, and uh, how life just changed for you. What what happened? Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, I was, you know, so my my culturally, I'm half. Dominican and half Italian. My mom's Dominican. My, my father's Italian. So, you know, if you know a lot about those cultures, you know, very, very Roman Catholicism and, and, and a lot of it's just cultural. You know, I was just, you know, when I grew up and this cultural thing. So I was in, you know, Roman Catholicism and that, um, you know, for when I was like younger and my parents would go and my brother would go I actually sang in the choir. And, um, but I never knew Jesus. I, I didn't really know who he was. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people who just go there and it's, and it's, you know, and, and, uh, but so when I, you know, I, I started to, you know, I was in the world, I was in the world just like, you know, I went to public school, you know, all those different things. So I had friends and I was where I was living like, you know, like other, like other kids. And, um, it was around, you know, I, I believe already when I was like 12 years old, already started to, um, you know, dabble into different things. I believe pornography, even at that age and, just different things that started to bombard me, even at a young age and now we see it today, uh, just at a rapid pace. And so, you know, all those things started to come in and I was just doing what the world said um, was, was, you know, was cool, right? This is what, this is what, this is what is good. This is what is fun. This is what, whatever. And so that's kind of just how I was living, but it wasn't, you know, it was, um, you know, so, I, so, and also, so my, so my mom's side, which is the Dominican side, um, you know, I have family that is heavily into Santeria, you know, in the Dominican Republic, who I don't often see, but um, definitely, you know, um, something that was practiced within my within my generational line. And um, so I didn't, it was, in, you know, what, what I, I actually uh, one day ended up running across a, an advertisement on my phone. And it was, this was when I was really young, I, I, either with my phone or my iPod something but I uh, I think it might have been my iPod but just running across this advertisement and it it talked about just like doing this spell and I'm just and me right about you know I was ignorant you know I was just oh whatever like you know in my mind I didn't even know it was gonna I didn't even know it was gonna happen or whatever and I you know I was the you know the devil would rather have us ignorant of his devices right so mm-hmm. I just uh, I just was whatever it was some spell to do something and so I ended up clicking it on my phone I did it and what I wanted you know what I tried to do with for the spell to work didn't happen but all of a sudden I'm in my room and I feel literally this this coldness coming to me I felt like just like it felt like I instantly knew that something I did was wrong I don't know what I, I you know I, I automatically I just felt something was just off and I and I got I got scared in in a way. I got I got uh, scared, and I, I went on my phone. And I was like, you know, uh, different things like, oh, like what, um, you know, uh, is are these things bad basically? And I ended up finding out they are, you know. And I started almost, I believe, what I happened was I got more scared. I'm pretty sure. And I just so in that time, 
you know, when you're going into Roman Catholic, Roman Catholic Church, you know, you'll hear them often just repeat, repeat certain uh, uh, prayers and other unbiblical prayers. But obviously, the, the Lord's Prayer is a biblical prayer. And so I started to, I literally started to start trying to pray the only way I knew how, like at a young age, just trying to pray the only way I knew how. And, um, and so I started like praying and I, cause I felt, you know, almost like this, like wrong feeling. And I don't remember how many days after, but I woke up one day and I felt almost like I, I felt better. And on the inside of my mind, I believe I was thinking, if I remember correctly, like, you know, almost like, does God forgive me type thing? Like that was in my, I believe that was in my mind, like, but I didn't really speak it out, but obviously the Lord knows our thoughts. Right. right. And so I went and I was, you know, I was actually downloading fake MP3s at the time. This is bad. This is good. <laughs> so not, obviously people aren't, you know, I'm not advising to do that. And, you know, uh, <laughs> right. so, but, but, you know, but, but you know what time this was at that time. So I was, uh, I'm scrolling and different advertisers popping up and all of a sudden this one advertisement pops up and just says, God forgives you. That's what I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. something just like that. I forget the exact way it looked. And then it almost felt like I didn't, I, I afterwards, like I scrolled and like, I was like, did I really see that or something like, like, that's kind of how it was. But I, I knew, I believe like that was like revealed in that moment. I was like, wow. Like, um, all I knew is like God answered prayer. Like, yeah. To you your know? prayer. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> felt like he so that was like the prayer. only, like, yeah, that was the first like revelation about like, I believe really about God. Like, that he answers prayer. Like that was like, like God answers prayer was my first revelation about him. I really didn't know much else, but I prayed and, and I, and I, and something. And I, and, and so, and so I remember one, you know, if you go to the Dollar Tree, they have Bibles and I end up get you know, trying to grab a King James Bible at that age. I actually read the King James now, but at that age, you know, I open it up and I'm just, I don't even know where to go. My mom, you know, I think I was with my mom and I, I just picked one up or, I don't know who I was with, but I'm just like, I wanted a King James Bible. I grabbed one, um, you know, and I, I'm good with reading other translations, but I, you know, but at the time, you know, I tried to pick it up and I was like, so hard to read, you know, the vows and things like that. And um, so I kind of, but it was almost like what happened to me at that point was, I believe like the Lord um, healed me. But if you read the word of God, it talks about, uh, the the ten lepers that Jesus healed, but only one came back to truly praise. Right, that's what I, I'm pretty sure. And so for me, it was almost like I got what I wanted, and I went back. Just, just it felt like I just whatever. Oh, I'm good now. So I was just living the way I wanted to live, you know. And the and the word of God says the wages of sin is death, right? And I don't, it doesn't matter how much money you have, what where your status is, right? Like the wages of sin is death, um, you know. And so I, I, you know, I wasn't poor. I grew up in a family you know, in a, in a, in a pretty, and, and now again, even in, even in families that are, you know, have money, that doesn't mean that they're, they have peace. Amen. That doesn't mean there's peace in there. And there wasn't, even at that time, there was not a lot of peace in my house, um, things going on with my family and, um, you know, you know, drinking was a certain, was something that was, um, you know, just, uh, something that almost really did this, um, you know, was something that was really, um, you know, my, my mom, praise the Lord, she, she's no longer drinking, but, um, at that time it was just really bad. So for me, I now, was just on, a lot on, of those. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Before you go there, before you go yeah. there, I want to put a 
pause on that about the the drinking. But can mm. you tell our listeners a little bit more about what did you say it was called? Santa Santa what? Santa that you Santeria. got into Santeria. Santeria. In case well, in case they don't know what what that is, mm-hmm. um, w- describe well, that a little bit for us. Yeah, well, I wasn't I wasn't into Santeria for my knowledge. There's obviously different type of witchcraft. At that time, when I clicked that um, advertisement, I don't know, it was just some type of spell. So any any spell or any is witchcraft, but there's diff there's different types, but it all comes from Satan at the end of the day. But Santeria, which was something that was prevalent in my family and there are still people I believe that do it in uh in my family in the Dominican Republic basically uh when 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 uh it's basically a mixed version of like Catholicism with voodoo and what mm-hmm. happened is that when when the Catholics came and kind of was you know you they had that they were they were almost like or when when there was a you know, because Dominicans come from the African diaspora, right? So, um, at one point, the, they they were they didn't want Dominicans to, you know, the, the, or the Africans to practice their voodoo. And so, what happened is they basically just masked it with uh, Catholicism. And so, you'll you'll hear sometimes if you ever go into like some of these witchcraft stores, they call them botanicas. You'll see you'll see like supposed statues of michael the archangel or all these different things but behind it are really demons right because we read the word of god we're not meant to bow down to statues and worship a graven image we're meant to worship god in spirit and truth so any little thing any any false doctrine right the enemy will use to uh uh and obviously we we want to be right in where god is but that's basically what uh santeria is is a mixture of um catholicism and, and voodoo from africa yeah. Okay. I wanted you to spend a little time on that because you started talking about your mom drinking even. And mm-hmm. to me that kind of ties in with your your whole family uh dynamic, you know, and I I wonder do you think that had anything to do with with her drinking because as we know now, you know, once you've been set free, we know that generational um curses contribute to what what even ended up happening to you leading you down mm. a you know a path of basically destruction and mm. do you think that the voodoo had anything to do with your absolutely. mom drinking absolutely okay. I, absolutely i i think it had to do where what i would say absolutely to is like just the sin and and the and that generational curse now through those generational curses you know, there's different ways people hold on. Deal, try and deal with it. Hold them. on, hold on. We've got the tune, so we'll be back, y'all. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating. And exercise burns more calories. 
According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. <laughs> A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from AuthorHouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people, this is me, Minister Diane. I'm nothing more than a servant of my Lord and Savior. And I have with me another young man who loves the Lord and who serves the Lord um, with all of his heart. And we are talking about um, his past, and we're going to tell you how the Lord uh, did such a wonderful, powerful thing in his life. But... Brother David, go ahead and pick up um, where we were. We were talking about yeah. your mom and drinking and voodoo and <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. You know, so, you know, I was saying, you know, absolutely, you know, it's to definitely that just even in, in when it comes to generational curses within families, um, I, I definitely believe that some people might try to cope with them in different ways and sin in different ways, right? But it, it definitely can be, patterns and things like that that can operate now um so regardless of what type of um you know witchcraft it is it's all witchcraft it's all it's all wrong at the end of the day and you know and and so sometimes we, you know it, we got to know who truly christ is and uh truly have that relationship with god and so for me you know i was just um you know 
I went about my way. I just went about my way and did my own thing. And it was about, about 2013 to 2016 for like a three year period, just partying, drinking and, you know, girls and doing what I, doing what I, you know, what the world says is cool. And I was just living that way. But mm-hmm. the Bible says the wages of sin is death. And so it wasn't until about 2016 where, um, you know, uh, anxiety started to come into my life. I remember it was about in December time. I remember it was after a basketball practice. I started to feel weird. I started to almost feel like sick. I started almost to, um, to feel sick. And what happened is, you know, during that time in that, in that place of like, I was just like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm sick. Maybe I'm this, I'm not a hundred percent sure. And so I just kind of was like, all right, I'll just wait. I'll wait some time and hopefully this will go away. All of a sudden, you know, it's like, you know, a week goes by, three weeks goes by, a month goes by, it's not going away. So I'm like, okay, something's off with me because all of a sudden I'm waking up. I almost feel like I'm just anxious. I'm saying, I, I like my, I just, for some reason, and I remember that I didn't tell anybody. Like, so this was like a five month period, started in 2016, like a five month period of just anxiety. And I mind you, there were things going on within my house. You know, my my mom was drinking, you know, and, and and before Christ, I didn't know how to deal with it. So with me, I would just be swearing. I'd be angry because I wanted things, you know, I, I, I was, I, I didn't deal with it the right way. And, you know, it was definitely, um, you know, things were not uh, the way they should be at that time. And, um, you know, there were things happening where, you know, you know, driving that way impaired and just things that were you know, uh, it was, it was, it was becoming very destructive. And so I just was in this five month period of anxiety and it was almost like my, my, my carnal way of, of thinking was, you know, maybe if I almost increased the sin, right? Like, I mean, I, I wasn't, I necessarily, I don't think I was thinking that in my mind, but sometimes just, you'll see people, right. It's like, if I feel anxious, let me go smoke a cigarette. Let me go do this. So for me, it was just, I think I just started, I believe I was just part, you know, party more. I had a girlfriend at the time. Right. But, and I ended up cheating on her. Right. So for me, I wasn't really addicted to like drugs or those things. I, I had a lust issue. Like it was definitely a lust issue. But when this time of anxiety came in, it was like nothing fulfilled me. Like basketball didn't, I was, I was playing basketball. It was like, it was like ball is life for me. That's why, you know, you ever have people ever heard that term ball is life. That's literally, I was just, but I, I couldn't, I, all, I just, I wasn't happy. I was not joyful and I was getting more depressed. And the more I chased these things, the more I, the more I became worse. Cause I'm like, nothing's working. You know what I mean? Nothing's where the more I'm increasing this, it's actually, it's almost like I was getting more anxious because the more I tried to find an answer, the more I realized there was no, there was no answer mm-hmm. in the things of the world. Right. And so, Right. It was around February 2017. There is an answer, and we'll get to that. But there was no answer in the things of the world, no answer in those things. And it was 2017, early time, where I was like, it was almost, at, it was at the point when I was, I was, I was going, I was like going crazy. But no one knew because I was too prideful. Mm-hmm. You know, if you looked mm-hmm. at my Facebook, if you looked at my Instagram or whatever, people would think, oh, what does he have to be anxious about, depressed about, suicidal about? You know, he has mm-hmm. a, 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 a good family, right? So sometimes what, what people do is they make things look 
good on the outside, but it's not mm-hmm. what it actually seems, right? Because without God, there's no peace. There is no peace right. of the wicked, the Bible says. And I was living in wickedness. Mm-hmm. And so one day, you know, I was, I remember going down into my basement. I remember this day where I, where I went to my basement. I was just so, I was like, you know, I, I was, um, you know, I, I went into my basement and I was, I started to cry out. Now, during that time, there was, it was only, I, I didn't, t- I don't remember telling anybody. The only person I think that might've noticed was my librarian, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like tell her the full truth of like those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what happened, I went into my basement this day and I was, I started to just cry, but not out to God yet. I just started to cry almost in, almost in despair. I believe I was crying like despair. Maybe I don't even remember if I was crying. I was just despair. I was in my basement. I'm like, man, like suicidal, these feelings, like, man, like what is going on? And I remember a thought pops in my head and says, remember when God answers prayer. Now, what's interesting is when you're live, you know, when you're living in the world, you know, those things try to, sometimes, what the Bible says people do is they suppress the truth in their unrighteousness. Now, God is faithful. Was, I believe that was God speaking, you know, speaking to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, I didn't know who to call. I literally went on Google and I, I'm I either Google or some internet source. And I just looked at 24 seven prayer hotline. I don't know. It might've not been Google, but it was somewhere. I just 24 seven prayer hotline, something like that. And mm-hmm. I just click a link and I call a phone and a dude answers, don't know who he is and don't know him till this day. Mm-hmm. And he answers mm-hmm. the phone and he's just, and I'm just there. Like, he's like, what do you need prayer for? And I said, I feel like the devil's destroying my life. That's why I believe I was, I said, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I was almost like hard to speak because I was so overwhelmed. So it was hard to even Get fully talk. Out. You know, I didn't say much mm-hmm. and he just started to pray. He started to pray for me. Mm-hmm. And I was about, it was about, I don't know how long within his prayer, but I felt the tangible presence of God enter my basement. When I say tangible, I mean like with the way I felt that demonic coldness come in, mm-hmm. I felt the love of God come in. Like it was just, it was real. Uh-huh. Like I knew, I, I knew I was encountering the presence of God. Mm-hmm. I knew I was encountering and, and it almost felt literally like Jesus entered the room and was like touching me. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if the, the presence of God who is love, you know, the Bible says God is love. I felt God's love so great in that moment. And I was just crying. I'm just crying in my basement. And I forget how I even got off the phone with this guy, but I was so, it was like, I knew Jesus was there. So I, however I got off the phone with this guy, I started talking to the Lord. I'd like, I'm talking to you right now. And I said, Lord, if you heal me of this anxiety, I'll live the rest of my life for you. I said that to God. Next day I woke up, mind you, I'm still in a sexual immoral relationship. I'm still not living right. But I said that to the Lord and I woke up the next day. I felt total anxiety gone. I was like, it was like what the world could not take Jesus in a moment, very quickly, you know, just by one prayer in that moment. And and just by encountering his presence in that moment, it was like the next day, I, I don't know how long exactly, you know, like whether it was a moment or so, the, but I, I, all I know is I woke up the next day and I felt the anxiety gone. And I was, and I was just like, everything in the Bible is real. Like God is real. There's no, like, there's no other way that, that I could feel this. Um, 
and, and that I could be in this way. And so that, that, that started me on, on just the place of just, you know, praying and really, you know, you know, so I was in this relationship with this girl at the time and I, you know, I started to pray. I'm like, Lord, if this is not the right relationship for me, show me. I remember I prayed that one day, right when I prayed that my phone answered and this girl calls me and she's just, you know, going off on me and somehow I don't even remember, I don't think we were even fighting that day or whatever. And I just hung like it was like God was like showing me like this is not for you like you need and I was I was so in my because because you know that was something that I was struggling with and so you know I, at one point I told her you know I'm like hey like you know and so I don't know Christian you know there's a lot of Christians who like to do this missionary dating you know I've heard that term missionary we shouldn't try and do that right you know the Bible says to to not be yoked with unbelievers right so. Um, we want to obviously she wasn't a believer in Christ. and now I, I was I believed in God, but I wasn't fully I didn't fully repent I was still living in that realm so God showed me this is not for you but I almost mm-hmm. tried to like and so I, I told her one day I'm like you know I don't think I don't want to I don't want to you know do this type of stuff anymore we can you know we'll engage, just uh, engage we'll, in more in yeah. sex anymore let's we can yeah. be real here <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah engage in sex and do those things and and you know she she had no boundaries so once there was temptation you know i was just and i didn't have the strength within myself so i just kept falling i just kept falling mm-hmm. into sin and i kept falling into sexual morality and mm-hmm. so i remember i'm like lord like i i, I you know cuz i started to know like this wasn't right and and i, I was just like and like, I need a place to go. And I started to pray and I asked God, like a, a place to go, what I believe I, or I remember. And I don't, it wasn't that long after, I'm pretty sure, where someone messaged me, this girl that I met at a worldly party. She texts me and she's like, hey, you know, she she felt like inviting me to her church. And I'm like, mm, mm. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, actually, actually, you know, I'll, so I just, I come, ran, I, and uh, we'll get back to it. Okay. <laughs> We'll be back. We'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, and any major bookstore. Overcoming Sexual Abuse.
welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people. I don't even think I told you all the title of this program, but I think you're getting a feel for the title. And the title of this program is The Power of God to Transform Lives. And that's what you're literally hearing in Brother David's testimony of evangelist Brother David. Pick up where you left off. I mean, I'm holding my breath as I listen to you. Just pick up where you left off, okay? Praise God. Well, you know, praise the Lord. I, I, you know, and so there was this time, right, where I prayed and I was like, Lord, I need people around me, you know, and I was falling into sin, falling into sexual morality, but I knew it wasn't right. And and uh and yeah this girl invited me to her church and i ended up going and it was a small you know a lot of them were brazilian so i stuck out but i was just, i was there for god i wanted to go you know i wanted to go and and where god was right and um and i went in and i just see because I, I grew up in roman catholicism which is they have false doctrine right there's there's there's, there's not there's things over time and that 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 I've been that have been uh you know man's certain uh things that have been added right and but these people believe the bible I was I mean people were praising God lifting their hands and 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 I heard the preacher preach and it was translated and it felt like it was at me everything felt like I, I, I don't know if you ever you ever been in church you just feel like it's at you like like God oh, yeah. is speaking to you every oh, yeah. time and <laughs> and so that was and like I was there and I'm like I'm like I'm like crying and 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 um so God was just speaking to me like speaking to me and I was just and I even so there was a point when I even literally I knew that the, God already had well I don't know how, what I knew at that time because I was trying to justify it but God already showed me this relationship wasn't for me now a lot of us like for me like not drinking that wasn't a that wasn't I wasn't addicted to drinking, you know, and, and that's sin, right? That's, that's sin. But I feel like, you know, certain people have different and some people battle with a lot of different things. Right. But right, for me, right. the big stronghold, like in my own, I could just stop. I didn't, I didn't have to drink. You know, I was at, I was, I was an athlete, you know, so I was, I wanted to, you know, you know, and uh, so I did those things, but I wasn't addicted, you know, but it was this, it was this, it was this thing. And, um, and so I remember at one point I even invited her to the church. I invited her. She came. She came to church and she rejected Jesus. She wanted nothing. She wanted nothing to do with like. It seemed like she wanted nothing to do with with Jesus. And is, I remember this is the this is the relationship that you were trying to get out of, right? This, this was, was the one that God told me wasn't for me, but I was still almost kind of trying to bring her in in some type of way. Okay. Now, not that we can't share the gospel, but. You know what I mean? The, 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 what, whatever God tells you, you need, you need to do. Right. And if, and, and if I'm walking in the light and someone's walking in darkness, two can't walk together unless they agree. Right. So, right. um, as the word of God says, right. Like we should, I, I believe Christian, a Christian should pursue a Christian, right? Like uh, we shouldn't right. pursue people that are in the world because biblically I think that's wrong, you know? So, 
Right. Um, but I, at the time, you know, I was still kind of coming out of the world. So, but what happened was, I remember one day it was like God convicted me. So he was just like, David, like, it was almost like God was having grace and kind of showing me. It was like teaching me, like mm-hmm. almost like, but at one point he, he was just so like, it was like, David, it's either this relationship or it's me. Like, you can't play the fence anymore. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to, it was like, you, you, you have to decide now. You make the decision. It was like such a strong conviction. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so I went to her house and I broke up with her and I, and I, I was just, I gave it up and I, that, that, and I remember going, you know, going to church and I repented and I true, and I was like, and I did, that's when I repented and I was like, I surrendered and praise the Lord, you know, and that was, uh, you know, and, and, uh, like, I believe the summer of 20, summer of 2018, I could be wrong, but it was 2018 time and praise God. That was just, I just, and, and so even early on in my walk, like I so you know, I was, um, I, you know, I was in this church and stuff and God was starting to show me things like, you know, you're not called the, it wasn't like, it wasn't going to be basketball. Like I was going to preach the gospel. Like it was so, it was what God put such a de- desire in me to share the good mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, I, I even think Christians around maybe were thinking I was getting too like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I was just like, you know, I, I, I done radical, huh? He's like, yeah, I was because like, <laughs> I, because I had played basketball. I was, I put so much time, put so much thing, but I was just like, man, I had the peace. Like, man, I want to do what God want. Like, I, I want to do what he wants me to do. Now at that time, I didn't know what it was. Like, like I thought maybe like when I win the championship, that's when I'm going to praise the name of the Lord. I didn't know God was going to call me to, you know, <laughs> like, you know, certain things, but I just, and so, I started to uh, really just uh, press it. And it was at, it was at a time after that when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It was about, and, I, and so God was just moving in my life. And I ended up going to, into Bible college um, and um, at one point. And, uh, and so, yeah, it was just, I had one more year of high school uh, and before Bible college. And this one, one uh, last year of high school, you know, it was just definitely a, a season of growing and, um, I remember being in my library, listening to sermons, and I, I I think I was crying in my library. Like God was just like God was just speaking to me. I actually went mm. to Christian. So my la and, and uh, I went to Christian school. So I grew up in public school, but then I graduated from a Christian school. And it's interesting because there's a lot of people who were grew up in the church, but they weren't really living for Christ. I was I didn't you know I came from I came from the world. So I see like I see sometimes like where people then they grow up in the church, but they never know the God of the church, you know, and they never truly mm-hmm. have truly surrendered. And so, um, yeah, that, that you know, God has just been so faithful and, you know, and and um, and then what happened with. So and then I started I went into so it was early on. I I don't know exactly when when I ran across, you know, Apostle David's videos, uh, David Lynn and. Uh, and he just was, he, you know, it almost, cause, cause you know, when you come to Christ, I, I was saved, but there was still sanctification going on. You know what I mean? If, right. if that would, right. you know, there was, st- God was still working on me. Of but course. when I would listen to Pastor David, it was like a fresh conviction came on my life for like, <laughs> you know, there were just, convi- I would binge watch his videos. Like I was just binge watching and I, I believe God convicted me, spoke to me revealed things to me through his preaching and I just praise God for that and so one day he he was coming he come to New York City in 2019 and um 
And I'm actually, so before I get there, it was early on as well. So in my family. Well, just uh, know we about we have about five minutes. Just know we have about five minutes. And if we need to have you come back to share more, we can. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll try to make it very, very uh, brief, but. Um, okay. So yeah, it was early on after I got saved. You know, there were things going on in my house, and you know, um, you know, they were they were they were actually my dad actually actually came to me with some serious questions about, you know, just taking me and my brother and and going. And now what was it? Now I used to come back with girls to my house. Now I start coming back from church to my house. You know, so mm-hmm. and I used to come back and I I, I was and I get angry at certain things that were happening in my house. But I just, I, even in the midst of it, when I, when I got, when God changed my life, I started to have a supernatural patience, a peace. Mm-hmm. And it was evident. And my, I, my dad could see that. And so he came to me. I mean, I'm the youngest one in my family. He, he came to me with these things. I'm like, and so actually I ended up speaking to, I'm like, I, I talked to him. I started ministering to him. I'm like, dad, you know, you, you need to know Jesus and things like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you need to love even in the midst of this you know, that's, you know, and I started reading the passages about divorce and things like that. I'm like, dad, like you need, you need to know the Lord. And in that time he, he could see, and it was almost like he was, he was, he wasn't like really combative. He was, he was listening and I would send him different sermons and things like that. And one day he came up from the basement, the basement that I encountered God. And he came up one day and he was crying. He told me that David, I gave my life to the Lord. Oh, and I was like, man, and, and, it, and I ended up baptizing my own dad. And then, so fast forward to 2019, you know, my dad had watched, you know, uh, CFM videos and things like that. So he, 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 when, when, uh, when Apostle Dave was in New York city, you know, know, me and my dad went, so we went together (laughs) and so we went together to New York and, and, um, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to, you know, I just found, I got, got in touch and, uh, I met Pat, I, I met him on, uh, I met uh, on the streets of Brownsville, Brooklyn, which mm. if you don't know anything about Brownsville, Brooklyn, it's probably one of the worst. It's one of the top rated worst neighborhoods when it comes to crime in New- in all of New York City. So that's where I first met him. And he preached. And, so yep. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. And, and so I met him right there. And, and, you know, one of the worst. So we just, you know, we're just talking and, you know, um, and so he like instantly just like, you know, pussy's like, you want to preach? Like throws me on the mic. And so I just start <laughs> preaching out there and, you know, I just start preaching, you know, and I was just preaching and, and he's like talking to my dad, just like really just, you know, like complimenting, you know, and, and really almost, uh, you know, speaking, you know, speaking, you know, uh, good words, you know, about my Life. preaching and things yeah. like that. Yeah. It was like, you know, cause you know, and, and he, and so, yeah, like I didn't know what to, I didn't know, I I didn't know about, I, I didn't know what I was expecting at that time, but all of a sudden, like, cause for me, for me, meeting him was like meeting, like, if you had a favorite preacher, if like, if any, you know, David Wilkerson, very well known, it was like you meeting someone. So, but when I, it, it, he was just, he's a humble man of God, you know, it's just a servant, a humble man of God. He invited me into his car. So he's just like driving with, he's like, oh yeah, come come into my car. So we, we're, I'm hopping in his car and he's driving. He's just like, you know, just, you know, I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm just a simple guy and I'm just in his car. Down and I'm to like, earth. Like, I, Down been, to earth. Uh-huh. You know, I, but it's just because it's, you know, God has used him so much to change my life. So, you know, it's just like, it doesn't mean him. But God was just, uh, you know, 
move. And so we connected and I went to the service the next day, powerful. He preached a powerful message. Demons were cast. Oh, out. We only have a minute left. Can you, what can you a say minute in left. a minute? <laughs> all right. I know. Right. So, you should, do you think you should come back and tell us some more of what's happening since you've been in with CFM? Well, uh, you know, Lord willing, you know, but I, I'm going to make it brief. I'm going to make it brief okay. real quick, but all right. okay. who knows, Lord willing, you know, okay. praise, praise all the Lord. Right. Um, you know, there's definitely stories in that. Uh, okay. But uh, so I, so long story short, met him and got connected with the ministry and, and I ended up, you know, going into the Bible study and, you know, just been with CFM since and been preaching and God, and I've ended up just did traveling with him and we uh, travel with CFM and just grown and God has really grown me and stretched me. And, um, and I'm just grateful to, you know, be preaching the gospel now with a CFM Boston now. So, you know, now in my own, in, in, you know, where I, the state that I'm in CFM. So praise the Lord. God is good. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for coming and joining me. We'll seek the Lord about what's next and and whether you're going to come back, okay? I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones on Toginet. Ladies, this is your chance to join us for stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet, in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is a straight-up show to enlighten and to lighten your load. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. For more information on Diane and her book, go to her show page here on Toginet and email her directly. Then, get set to join us here again next Monday night for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com.